Welcome to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Come dive into today's episode sponsored by the Patriotic Mermaid. Hello, everybody. You're listening to and watching Wake Up with Patty Catter, and I am Patty Catter. Today, I have a longtime old friend, Boone Cutler, on the show. And Boone has his friend, Jeffrey. It's Jeffrey Dardita, right? Dardia. Dardia. Oh, my goodness. Jeffrey Candida. I'd like everybody to meet Jeffrey Dardita. Remember Dardia, the show from the 90s? Okay, yeah. Put a D in the end of it, Dardia. Okay, Dardia. Oh my gosh. Go. <laughs> I'm surprised people still listen to me after slaughtering all these last names. Um, hey, but, wow. So I'm really, <laughs> I'm really impressed because um, I've known Boone a long time. Um, I can't exactly remember when he started advocating. Boone, when did you start advocating for veterans? Uh, let me see. I got off the dope in 2010 and late 2009. I actually went in the hospital, got off all the, all the meds and everything in October, 2009. And by 2010, uh, that's, that's when I started. That's, that's when this whole game started. So 10 years now. Yeah. And I believe that's about when I met you, I will never forget you because I thought you were amazing. All the things that you were doing with the veterans and trying to teach them about all the pharmaceuticals that were hurting them and um, a bunch of stuff. But um, you made a video for me. I was running a nonprofit at the time and you made a great video about post-traumatic stress and what it was. And um, it was the first time that anybody could put it into terms where everybody could understand it. So you were amazing. And then I met uh, Jeff online. He has a Facebook group a few years ago. You probably added me to his group or somebody did. And I was so impressed with that because... Um, I've been an advocate now since um, 2006, seven, and I never could understand why either the military or even civilians weren't getting the information out there that were that would help military veterans. I was trying to learn everything on my own, and it was really hard. Um, and then I see Jeff's group, and I was so surprised that he was talking about some of the mm. things that were so important, like drug interactions and um, all so sorts of things. <laughs> Yeah. So how did you two meet each other? So along the same lines, Boone, I think it was 2011 timeframe, right? It was yeah. in the whole, the Mefloquine thing was oh, gosh, taken yeah. off. Yeah. And uh, that's, I was in my self-discovery with my medical stuff and started advocating. And then I met Boone, same channels. We both connected through those and uh, we've been going ever since. I've never looked back. That explains it. That's probably when I found you maybe as the methylquin. I had Boone on my show about methylquin before. And um, so which one of you would like to tell our listeners what your book is about? Because you came together and first of all, you decided to write a book. How did that happen? Boone, take you know, the lead I, on that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, the, the problem that we see in the community, right? I mean, we put out these Facebook posts. And, and very, uh, I don't know, educated people write uh, articles and and then you slide it in front of a warfighter and we're like, what the heck are you talking about? You know, it's never from the first person perspective. And uh, a, a few years ago, Carl Monger and I were traveling around the country teaching law enforcement officers how to work with, with warfighters who were in crisis and nobody knew how. And we, we found that once we started talking about it from a first-person perspective, like, hey, I'm the guy you're coming out and seeing. 
and I'm the guy, this is what I'm going through and this is what you're going to deal with. And this is the best way to deal with it. Otherwise, we don't have the same fear response. So the fight's going to be on and we really want to avoid that fight. And, um, and that worked really well. Uh, we, and so, uh, you know, long story short, uh, I got to give a lot of credit to Anthony Farina, who put out a boot book called Suicide Note. And now it's called Last Round. But the format that he made it in really inspired me to do something, too, because he wrote it in verse, just like Sun Tzu is written in verse and, and, and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what? This is really tight because I can spend an hour reading this. You know, you give me a book that's you know 300 pages. It's going to take a while. You know, yeah. and this, the line spacing, if you have TBI, is difficult. You got to read with some sort of index card. And it, it's just it's just laborious. And so we got together, Jeff and I, we've been talking and we've been friends all this time. And I, I swear to you, if it wasn't for Jeff, I don't know where I'd be in this whole this whole thing, because he was the guy that I could reach out to. Hey, bro, I got this going on. I got that going on. You know, what, what do you think? And he'd always say, I don't know. Let's explore it. Let me look at my stuff. Let me let me find out. You know, he's got a great database. But the same way that we had conversations between us is kind of what you get to peek in on when you read FPL, because we're talking to you just like a warfighter talks to a warfighter and you can be done with the book in an hour. If you have, you can read it if you have TBI and you, and if you follow what it says on how to, it's kind of like a little bit workbookish. You got to circle some things, but you can always refer back to it and go, Hey, where it says it still works. That's the thing I need to do. And, and so that's kind of how this thing got started. Um, Jeff is a great inspiration to me, the entire special operations community. You know, everything he's done with with uh, Special Operations Forces Health, health initiatives with Task Force Dagger, always been amazing. And I just asked him, I say, would you partner with me on this thing? He's like, yeah, let's do it. And we both agreed, you know, we're going to give somebody to Task Force Dagger too for all the stuff that they've been doing. And that's that's kind of the whole thing. Sorry to be long-winded about it, but I want to make sure everybody understands that this is warfighter talk. It's warfighters talking to warfighters. You can be out of it in an hour, and you'll probably have more information than you'll ever see in any one place, and you'll you'll see how it works. Yeah, Patty, I'll add one thing on that, too, is that uh, one of the problems we have, right, I'll, I'll take it back to the military, is mutual understanding, right, situational understanding of these problems. And what happens is you always get these people, like, I call it PhD to GED and GED to PhD, right? You have to get those two languages where there's mutual understanding. And a lot of the times your warfighters aren't going to be speaking medical language, right? And your doctors aren't going to be speaking warfighter language. So what we have to do is take those and meet in the middle somewhere and we get people to understand, get mutual understanding. And that, that goes back to everything we do in the military working overseas, right? Having to be able to train your partnered forces, sharing the message, getting them to understand you. So you're not forcing them to do it. They want to do it because they understand it. And uh, that's what we did. Boone and I have been doing this our whole lives. And uh, it's basically look at the functional medicine initiative. When we started that, there's, there's a playoff that it's FMI, but it's also field manual individual, right? We talk about FPL, you know, functional personalized lifestyle medicine. FPL is also final protective line, right? So that's your understanding that we're trying to empower the warfighter to take ownership of their health and make it so it's so easy to understand that they can take that book and then immediately from reading that book, they can start making implementations in their life, making better decisions immediately. That's huge, right? That's very impactful. 
You don't need a PhD to do it. You don't have to take a college course. You don't need a certification. It's literally, it goes back to everything we do in the military, understand the operational environment, right? Mm -hmm. And understanding the effects that has on your health, not just your mission, but we change that from mission to health. And once you can do that, people can understand how all those things in their environment are affecting them, uh, you know, on a daily basis and just making better decisions. Mm-hmm. So say, say I'm a veteran and I'm looking in your book and what, am, what types of things am I going to find in there? I mean, just will you describe like any symptoms of traumatic brain injury? Do you, how, how much do you break everything down? Um, because I know some veterans, they didn't even realize that they had a brain injury and I would just have a conversation with them. And I knew instantly because I've worked with so many veterans who have brain injury, you know, there's different symptoms that they have. And so they're telling me all their problems. And I'm like, have you ever had a screening for a traumatic brain injury? And they're like, well, no, what the heck is that? You know? Um, so how far do you go in, in the book of describing things and, um, yeah. Can you go a little bit more in detail without giving everything away? Because we want people to read the book too. No, boom, go ahead. You set up the format. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to see that stuff. Uh, I think that, you know, also in not, you know, not insulting the intelligence of the, of the target audience that's reading the book, the guys know what PTSD is. Guys <laughs> know what TBI is. And the first part of the book is I'm just telling my story. Hey, this is what happened. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, and then I did figure it out. And this was the answer. And this was the thing that worked to fix it. And, and there's several iterations of that, whether we're talking about traumatic brain injury, we're talking about sleep apnea, PTSD, we're talking, I mean, and, and all the modalities that nobody ever wants to tell you that actually work, but they actually work. And so we put all the modalities in there that actually work. And by, by, by no means, and the book is very clear about this, we're not trying to make people have our functional personalized lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We're teaching you to build your functional personalized lifestyle based upon the stuff you're dealing with. And you got to be honest about that stuff. So the book primarily, and, and Jeff can dovetail on this, you know, I go through and I tell a firsthand account, this is what I went through. And then when, when Jeff's part comes up, it, it's much bigger. It's much more global. It's much more 30,000 foot view. My view is, is, is street level. Jesse is 30,000 foot view, but he tells his story too. So literally it doesn't matter what educational background your brain works on, whatever par- paradigm it works on, this book will get through to you. And I think that's the big deal. And that's the feedback that we're getting. This book gets through to people to the point that once the guy's done reading it, he gives it to his wife or spouse and says, hey, um, you, you'll probably understand me a little bit more after you read this. And I think that's that's the beauty of the book. It's for warfighters, by warfighters. And we're not just talking out of our ass. We've been doing this for a decade or better now. And, and we're not dead. And we've, we've done the suffering. And we just want to tell people how to stop suffering. What yeah. I love about you is... I can, you know, so Ken has um, sleep apnea and I used to be on him all the time. Like you need to wear your CPAP, you need to wear your CPAP. And we started finding out that some of the soldiers that he served with, um, they were dying in their sleep. And a couple of them, they kind of questioned if it was sleep apnea. We all um, know somebody dies in their sleep. All of yeah. And they usually have sleep apnea and they're on benzos or they're on some sort of pain meds. Everyone. Or drinking. Heavily or drinking. Or drinking. Mm-hmm. Exactly. One of the things that I love about you, Boone, is 
you don't sugarcoat it. And the same with you, Jeff, in your group, you just are like, here's the facts. This is that. It is easier, in my opinion. It was great to show Ken that video that you made Boone of the CPAP, like, oh, I don't want to wear it. It's not comfortable. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I say it to him, it's different. And it probably sounds like that, you know, but if you say it as a warfighter, he's going to listen to you. So that's amazing. Um, now, those of you who don't know Jeff, because we've had Boone on the show before and I've talked with, about Boone a lot. Um, Jeff, you're still active duty in the military, correct? Correct. And what do you do? Because like you have a medical background of some sort because you're very... Um, very studied up on all of this stuff. So what, what do you do or? So uh, I'll, I'll go back. I was a recovery care coordinator, uh, SOCOM care coalition advocate and liaison. Uh, but I self-taught all this stuff, basically applying military intelligence principles to medicine, right? Hmm. Um, it, it's no different. If you understand the problem and frame a problem, you can visualize it. You can actually work at solving these problems, right? Resolving things. And I just adapted and adopted all these principles, frameworks, and processes that I did for 19 years in the military. And I put it to a new problem set, which was health. And, you know, I, I don't even like to say medicine because health and medicine aren't taught in the same school, not yet. Some places are just starting, but medicine, we look at acute things, right? Putting things back together, cutting medications, acute medicine, right? Then we have health. What I like to be is on the health side of things, which is preventative. I don't want to be in the medical side of things, right? So what I did is focused all my energy on that. I, you know, I don't have a PhD. I'm not a medical provider and I don't want to do medicine. But what I want to do is prevent injury and illness and loss, right? That's what I did as a special forces soldier, right? I was an a, a intel guy and force protection was my main job. And if you can change that to force health protection, which the military does, and there's a whole you know website you can go to and look at it for these things. All we're doing is applying these principles to help people stay out of the doctor's office, right? And then if you do have to go there, our doctors are the best in the world. There's, I wouldn't want anyone touching me besides, you know, our special operations medical community. Best surgeons I've ever seen. If we get blown up, they put us back together. We have the best of them. But when it comes to health, that's not their specialty. Their job is to keep people in the fight. And if you can understand that and you get frustrated with dealing with doctors that are in acute medicine, you're like, why don't you look here and look there and check those things out? They're not taught that and they're not allowed to do that. And if you can understand that, it takes some of that frustration out of dealing with the medical system, right? If you want to be well, yeah, if you want to be well, you have to go see someone who specializes in health. Mm -hmm. And even better, they have people called functional medicine providers that do health and medicine together, right? And we like to look at prehab, not rehab, right? So I don't, as it, my job in the army was to keep you from rolling over the IED, right? It was to keep you from getting ambushed. It was keeping you, you know, from getting, you know, some some type of political implication downrange because you said or did something that you weren't supposed to do, right? Third and fourth order effects of these things. Mm -hmm. Apply that to health. Think of health. If I make this bad decision, what's the third and fourth order effect of this, right? So we, sleep was an easy one, right, Boone? So we looked at sleep. People say, I can't sleep. I sleep like crap, you know. You know, I'm up all night staring at the computer. Okay, what can we do? Let's go back to the Army, Boone. with composite risk management, right? Identify the hazards. What, what is out there that's preventing me sleeping? Caffeine, staring at Facebook all night, Instagram, uh, you know, just mind going a million miles an hour in something. And 
all day, you're putting stimulants in your body, you're eating before bed, you're doing all these things that keep you from deep sleeping alcohol or prescription drugs, right? You use your prescription drugs to get you out of bed and then you try to use drugs to go to bed. Boone, you speak firsthand about that, right? Like the zombie cocktail and people wonder why they can't sleep. So if you go back to that, you identify the hazards, you assess the hazards. How are these things affecting me, right? And then you implement control measures, that's like composite risk management, and then make better decisions and then continually assess. That's literally, a, there's a five-step process in the Army called composite risk management. Apply that to health. If everyone can understand composite risk management in the military, you can understand how to take care of yourself and better your health just by applying that, that principle and framework, right? It's an Army system. And if you can do that, I mean, that's functional medicine. And it's that simple. It really is. Just understand the environmental effects of everything you do in your day-to-day -day, you know, business and then make better decisions, implementations, control the controllables, and then put a dent in it. And let's try to go back to, okay, I've tried all these things myself. How is it affecting my sleep, my health, my alertness, you know, my weight? All those things are controllables that you're in charge of, not your medical provider. And if you, if you don't take ownership of your health and you blame all the medical doctors, why am I so messed up? You're never going to get better. And Boone, the second you took your health in your own hands, that's when things changed, right? Everything changed. And, and, and again, once I started, you know, we joined the military when we're, when we're young, a lot of us. We don't have, and what do they tell you? Hey, do your job. We'll take care of everything else. We'll give you your food. You're going to, here's your barracks. You need medical. You go over here. And other than that, you're in formation. When you're done with formation, we're going to tell you what you're going to do for the day. You're going to do that. And that's that. Well, then what happens when you get hurt? All of a sudden, they're like, well, you got to keep doing that. But then you don't have a sense of mission, which is also one of the factors for not healing. You have to have a sense of mission. We want to join the military if we weren't a certain type of people. And so that same type of people needs to be influenced, needs to be promoted. It needs to be encouraged. I see too many guys who get in this situation where they're going to the hospitals or listening to the docs or kind of listening to their friends and they get. This is a problem we have in our community. I'm going to tell you, and I'm, I'm hoping this book kind of breaks that. We have created our identity around being disabled because that's yes. what they said we are. Okay. Yeah. And that's what we think we're supposed to do. We're supposed to hang out with the other disabled guys. Okay. We've got to get rid of that mentality, but we can't get rid of it until we understand one, it exists. Two, we take responsibility for it. And three, we have a pathway to get out of it. And that's what this book really does. A lot of guys buy this book simply because they want to check themselves. You know, they got that kind of integrity. I want to check myself, make sure I'm doing it right because I don't want to be doing it wrong. And, and that's a military mentality. And a warfighter can talk to a warfighter like nobody else can because we're not going to let any bullshit fly. We're going to let, not, let, let you get by with some stuff that you say is the problem, but it's really not the problem because we've used that excuse too. You know, it's, it's these things. And, okay. and I think Jeff is absolutely right. If you take the military mindset, start putting your health into military terminology, a mission focus, we just get better because that's how we're built. We just haven't put it out there enough. And now is definitely the time. Yeah. And, and I love it's all in one spot because, you know, we've had a million posts, what, since 2010, boom, tons of posts and it gets lost. Everything's lost. Um, it, you know, you try to search the groups and you can find certain things in the groups, but 
that's even still really hard. Just at, um, when I made a post a couple of days ago, there was a veteran who wrote me and he said, well, I have TBI. There's nothing they can do for it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like a million different things that we can do like to help with cognitive yeah. you know, improvement and things like that. But I love that you have the book because it's easy to reference, like you said. Um, and I really um, appreciate the fact that you wrote it so that people with a brain injury can actually process it because that's a big deal. Yep. It's a, it's a big, it's one of the things that stands in the way. One, you got to have accessibility. You have to have access to your target audience. And a part of access is, can they understand what the hell you're saying? That's mm -hmm. how you get access to a target audience. Can, can, can you physically get access to them? Can you mentally get access to them? And this is what this book does. There's a lot of psyop principles put into this for the purpose of good. You know, we're like Spider-Man. We got to use our powers for good. This is what we were trained in. This is what we use. And this is what gets through. I think this is, I wish we would have written this book 10 years ago, but at that time we didn't have everything compiled. Now we do. Now we can set it straight. And look at how much more information we have. I mean, we have we've talked about like brainstem cell therapy and all sorts of cool new things. Um, people are even using ketamine, <laughs> um, for it's in the book. We talked oh, about wow. it in the book. That's awesome. Yep. I'm, I'm going to buy the book as soon as the show is over. So where can people buy the book? Right. Just go to Amazon, look it up, look up FPL, but just, just FPL boom color, Jeff Dardia. It's right there. And, uh, it's cheap. It's nine 99. I mean, you're out of there for 10 bucks. It's easy. Awesome. Awesome. And then, um, the, the proceeds of this book is that all, how much of the proceeds are going to task for stagger? Well, I forgot what we said, Jeff. <laughs> we haven't got the first royalty. I can't the dime. I'm still active duty. So it all goes to charity on my end. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think at least half is going to uh, task force dagger. So that, mm -hmm. that's a positive thing. Task force dagger is amazing. We encourage everybody to go check out, check out ta the task force dagger foundation. I, I, I've always been impressed and all the guys that are working there, uh, they're just some no excuse motherfuckers. And, and that's, that's where I think we need to be. Yeah. It's, it's all run by us. So everyone there, we got a couple of volunteers and, but the majority of the meat potatoes, they're board members that are all tier one guys, SF guys, Rangers. Uh, we even got seals on there. So we're, we're, we're all of SOCOM now. So we're trying to get, you know, representation for the entire force, but, and we also support not only the warfighter, but all the support MOSs that are included with that. And then also family members. So it's a family organization. And uh, like Boone said, it's, you know, we're, we're turning the corner now. We've been focusing, the Soft Health Initiative Program started in 2000, end of 2012, beginning of 2013. Mm -hmm. And we've been hammering at home toxic exposures, brain injury. PTSD, sleep disorders. We've been hammering it. Now it's, you've seen how long it took flash to bang, but yeah. all the other organizations are doing that now. So mm -hmm. we're going the right direction. Everybody's speaking the same language. Now people understand there's a lot more than just missing limbs and bullet holes, but a lot of these injuries that are causing people to kill themselves or the cancer, right? Cancer and suicide leading cause of death where we were. So yeah. um, a lot of effort going in. It's amazing to me that we're all kind of talking about methylquin in 2010 yeah. and the, you know, the news wasn't putting it out there. And then all of a sudden you hear all of, you know, oh, methylquin has all these side effects. Well, we told you so. Or, um, oh, Clark. yeah, the, it, yeah. In the burn pits. I, re I remember Boone talking about the burn pits before that was even 
you know, they before they had the burn pit registry at the VA. Imagine um, that breathing toxins is toxic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. that. And and we have to do a big scientific study about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh wait, wait, just to, on the burn pit things. Keep keep an eye out because I'm getting ready to do some other stuff on burn pits. Uh, because there's no reason our 9-11 first responders and the guys who are affected by burn pits, there's no reason they shouldn't be getting stem cell therapy right now. There's no reason they shouldn't be, you know, knee deep in functional medicine right now. And that message has to get out. It has to get out very, very quickly because these burn pits, a lot of people ignored it over the years. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's some guys got it because they were close to them and everything else. Well, guess what? Now cancer's popping up left and right. And it comes from a lot of it comes from the heavy metal toxicity. Jeff talks about it all, all the time. The burn pits, that's a big part of that. Uh, so again, this it, it, we're getting ahead of it before it completely explodes. We want people to understand it. Keep an eye out for what's about to happen with burn pits because we're about to uh, we're about to go full force on that one too. That is good. Well, you guys are welcome on my show anytime. Um, I will disseminate the information as much as I can, as often as I can. I think it's very important. I think it's a national emergency um, and it needs to be addressed. More people need to be talking about this and they need to be proactive in their own health care. So thank you guys. Yeah. Um, and again, the name of the book is FPL and you guys can go on Amazon and order the book. I'll have the link in my notes. Um, Jeff's group is amazing. If you're not a part of the group, Jeff, um, it's a, it's a kind of private closed group right now. Is it by well, I was going to say the only reason it's closed group because it's vetted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot of, I've got people, foreign countries trying to get in there and infiltrate, yeah. obviously, um, because it's a network, right? If you can penetrate a network, mm-hmm. um, you can get information that, boom, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But we have to protect people. So it is vetted. You have to answer some questions. Good. And we don't want people uh, to start fishing for disability, right? My goal is to get you healthy. So Amen if you, want, to that. If you yeah. want to be a professional disabled veteran and learn how to get a higher disability rating, mm-hmm. there's a hundred other groups out there, but don't come to this one. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not going to be a patient. You're going to be, you're going to be a person. You're going to get better. You're going to get well. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'll say that, but soft health awareness. Um, that's been up there. It used to be veteran health awareness. I had it as an open page. And then um, because of some other reasons, I got a gag or talking about autism in the military, mm-hmm. but uh, I had to change the name and then put disclaimers up there. And only my opinions on those things, right? Mm-hmm. And then also some people try to abuse the system to try to use that information to get their disability ratings higher. So yeah, put it, it, I have people in there that are not even in the military. And uh, if you want to go there and get health, healthy and get well, that's the place to go. Awesome. Awesome. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And keep me up to date. I actually kind of want to see a part two to this book because, <laughs> and I haven't even read part one, but there's just so many things I can't imagine at all being in one book because <laughs> you guys are just too. It's, mine, will, mine will be coloring books. So it'll be <laughs> circle everything. <laughs> yep. It's all in one book. It's easy to read. It's TBI friendly. Uh, it's something, honestly, I think it'll be just as popular, if not more popular with caregivers than it will be with, with, with veterans. I think yeah. the care, I think this is right up the caregiver alley. They know it. Um, caregivers are buying this thing, giving it to their husband saying, Hey, look, just like you, Patty, look, this guy's saying the same stuff you are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and this is how they're resolving the issue. And I, I think there's a lot of power in the caregiver community. I think this book goes hand in hand with everything that, that, that they're trying to do. And, and again, it speaks the language. It just speaks the language. And, and I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it with Jeff and Tess, Tess for Dagger Foundation. I, I think it's a good team. 
Yeah. Excellent. And it applies to everybody. This information applies to everyone, not even just war fighters. Mm-hmm. So if you're not a war fighter and you're listening to this, pick up the damn book and mm-hmm. apply these things to your life. It's everyone true. is affected by their environment. Mm-hmm. There's Good no point. one that's immune. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Even me as a caregiver, um, you know, there's caregiver burnout and I was definitely burnt out for a few years. And um, it was helpful when Ken started taking initiative in his own health care. And mm-hmm. it's so important. But also just researching some of the things that impacted Ken actually impacted me as well. So mm-hmm. like, you know, nutrition and sleep and different things like that. Yeah. So you have a huge good point there. So, mm-hmm. yep. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. And what is the Task Force Dagger website? You go to www.taskforcedagger.org. O-R-G. Okay. All right. Excellent. And you guys go to Amazon and get that book right now. Also, nonprofit leaders who are watching this, because I know there's going to be a lot of them, order the book and give it to the veterans. That's what I have to say. (laughs) Should be in every waiting room and every medical facility in the DOD. Absolutely. We also did something interesting that you'll never see on it outside of this community. And, and it's because we're ethos driven in the book, you know, where most of the time it says when you get a book, it says this is copywritten. You may not reproduce. You may not give this information away. You can't take photos. You can't put it on the Internet. We did the opposite. We put a disclaimer in the book that says you may share this. You may copy this. You may give it away. We don't want anybody we don't want anybody to not have access to the information. We can put it on a website, but having that tangible in your hand that you can reference, they can put on the back of the toilet or next to the bed, or just give it to somebody like it's a business card. Once they get through the first page, you're not going to be able to put it down. Like I said, you get done with it in an hour. All the information is in one spot. You don't have to do any searches. It's, it just, it just works. And uh, we encourage everybody to get it. Not because we're trying to make money. We're actually giving the stuff away, the information away. You just got to buy it so you can give it away. And we hope you do. Mm-hmm. And besides that, I've known Boone for a long time. And he's given out so much stuff that even if he made any money, it's going to be gone before he even keeps it in his fingers because he's always giving back to the military community. So thank you, Boone, for that. And Jeff, thank you so much for all your time. And I mean, volunteering, you guys, that's huge. And um, the amount of time that both of you have invested is just more worth more than any amount of money. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Patty. Thanks, guys. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And definitely make sure that you get the book. Make sure that you go to Task Force Dagger. Check out their website. And um, if you have any questions, definitely post underneath the comments of any of the show, like wherever you're watching the outlets. Um, I'll connect you to Boone. I'll be happy to connect you to Jeff if you're a warfighter. And uh, you guys keep your head up. And thank you all for listening and watching. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Be sure to visit www.pattycatter.com for the latest articles, podcasts, and swag.